It's time for a 30-minute sports show, which discusses sports in the DMV. Game Time explores professional, collegiate, high school, and amateur sports on and off the field that contribute to the excitement of sports in the city of champions. It's Game Time with your hosts, Dr. Richard Miles Sr., Lois Cook, and Bruce Walker and friends. All right, welcome to another edition of Game Time. This is Bruce Walker. I got my comrades on board, uh, the mighty Keith Jones, and of course, Dr. Richard Miles. All right, here we go again. Let's let's start off talking about our wonderful commanders in uh, in the last game. Uh, I'll go to Keith on this. Uh, what were, what are your thoughts? You know, it, it's it's such a, a waste when these teams get by with these squeak these wins out. Washington is only two games out of wild card contention, which is unbelievable since they're sitting at that four and six on the year. So the fact that they're they're anywhere near playoff range is amazing with these uh, games that they just seem to let get away from them and they've had that happen all season long my thoughts are basically defense um we've gotten ourselves into a, a lot of these games where you know they're tight games um you know it's rough on the offense but they're they're coming through and they're they are putting up points whether they're whether it was three or seven uh they are putting up the points but it seems like every situation that we get down into, we can't stop anybody. That we can't stop the long drive down the field or the or the or the outburst in a big play or uh there's a blown coverage or there's some missed tackles. Um, you know, it, it's getting to be that same old thing. And and the old adage of defense win championship is really shining through in, in our case. Um, you know, you have to look at that that factor every week um and you look at the commanders right now in the last game the defense allowed eight passing plays greater than 15 yards for almost 200 yards including a 64 yard td by running back kenneth walker in run defense they allowed three rushing plays of 12 or more and a several uh less than 12 um we were Sixth least efficient in the in the league in last week, and we are the ninth worst defensive unit in terms of opponent success rates at forty six point eight. We rank twentieth in the league in deficiency efficient uh, against the pass and also against the run. So you know our stats are are, are telling a story, and you know what are we going to do about this defense? Only, only ninth worst. I'm impressed. I thought it was well, that. you know, yeah, that's bad enough. What are we going to do, Keith? Well, they have a chance this weekend against the Giants. I mean, Giants have only won two games on the season. They have an undrafted rookie free agent starting a quarterback named Tommy DeVito. We want to call him Danny, but we didn't. And they have a <laughs> An opportunity to get back on the winning track, and then, of course, you know, right around the corner, less than get ready. It's Dallas week, so yeah. you get Dallas on the road Thanksgiving uh, afternoon, four thirty kick. Uh, it's it's uh, going to be a heck of a week for this Washington football team. Well, you know, uh, the offense. I got to tell you, you know, we've been struggling, but my opinion is the offense is evolving. Um, you know, we had. Last last week we had six explosive plays uh, for, for almost you know a couple hundred yards and 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 
and more. Um, we had uh, eight passing, eight, uh, oh, sorry about that. That's the wrong one. We had um, a lot of good drives. We, you know, we were into scoring three for a minute, but I mean, I think we we drove the ball down the field. The offensive line is getting better with the uh, Eric Vienna's play calling. I think it's been help, helpful on that. Um, it's it's a work in progress, but you know they are scoring scoring points. Um, and I think one area that you know the Seahawks really outplayed us was pressuring the quarterback. Um, Sam Sam was pressured like thirty four point eight of his passing plays and took three sacks. So you know they really outplayed us there. And again, that's that's their defense was better than our defense. Um, what do you think we should look forward to with the offense this week, Keith? Well, it, it has to be a matter of getting the ball out quickly. Like the enemy's been working with Al and the offense on. Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Giants, blitzes about 60% of the time. And the last time that these two teams met, the Giants and and Washington, it, it was a blitz fest. So you, you got to expect a lot of pressure coming that way. So I, I like where the offense is going. I like the productivity. This is another tell game. Will the Washington offense be able to produce quickly, get the ball out, take advantage of the positions on defense that, that are vacated by the blitzing uh, linemen and, and, and uh, backs and be able to uh, exploit that? defense well uh, we certainly are missing chase young and uh you know he's doing well with with uh san francisco uh you know just still don't understand that move um in the middle of the season but you are right i mean we're still only two games out of playoff contention which is amazing don't do uh, that don't do I, that I, Bruce. Bruce. Bruce, don't do that don't do that oh dr miles is back i yeah, thought you went to the locker room no don't do that nah. First of all, let's get back to the defense, okay? Now, we know the defensive problem. Keep it simple and stupid. All they have to do, you know it and I know it, they have to play three linebackers. Stop bringing the safety down, putting pressure on him where the safety have to play strong safety and outside linebacker. That's not fair, okay? Then let's do this. Also, now, you and I know that the offensive line is not the best, but you just stated earlier about what we ranked at. Come on, keep we we should be happy about that. Okay. We at least we're not last. Okay. I made a bold prediction to say Washington will not lose any more games. I, I was not fortunate enough to see the game because I was on the road, so I didn't see it. Thank you, Bruce, for your logistics and stuff, because I really didn't have none. All I knew about is what they did wrong. And uh these are the things that we have to understand. Uh, you know, give them time. I think, you know, they got the Giants, so that gives us a chance to get ourselves back together. Y'all agree? Great. Well, we hope so. And and with that, we're going to win. Thank you for coming back from the locker room. We thought you had, uh, you had uh, a major injury there, but you came back in. So we're going to get more into this week's game in a minute on Game Time. We'll be right back. DC Radio Mobile App. It's the brand new DC Radio Mobile App. Now you can hear your favorite DC Radio programs whenever and wherever you go. Listen on your iPhone, iPad, or Android phone. It's free and easy to download. Just click on the iPhone or the Android icons at the bottom of our webpage at dcradio.gov and take DC Radio everywhere. Listen live or listen on demand. 
again to DC Radio in DC for DC 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. Hi, we're back on Game Time. This is Bruce Walker, Keith Jones, and Dr. Miles is out the blue tent and he's back on the field. Uh, so we're going to go right back into uh, this week against the Giants. And I think we left off on Keith's opinions on what, what we're going to do this week. Well, obviously, the defense uh, needs to step up in a big way. You have a, you have a rookie quarterback, a guy who hasn't been in the league very long. So I would hope that Jack Del Rio's force would be, would be able to put pressure on and exploit those weaknesses. Uh, we'll see what kind of quarterback Tommy DeVito um, really is. And on the on the offensive side, it's it's a chance to exploit the Giants' blitzing defenses, and and if you can time it correctly and and get productivity out of the receivers like they did last week out of a running back named Brian Robinson, uh, that would be uh, bode very well for this Washington struggling team. Mm, mm, mm. Well, you know, unfortunately, the Giants have a way of actually giving us problems, no matter what our record is every year. Um, they they seem to be a team that, you know, somehow uh, has figured us out. Uh, you know, we they do have a rookie quarterback, and thank God he's off the couch at his mom's house and coming in to play, uh, you know, as opposed to a season bet out there against us. But still, they seem to, be, you know, get up for these games. Um, Miles, do you think we can get up for the Giants? Absolutely. It's a question that we got to have. It's just simple as that. And we know that we're a better team than the New York Giants. But, you know, as you say, uh, they, they, they got our number in terms of they know what our tendencies are. But I, I'm quite sure Eric Enemy, I'm quite sure he can change things up a bit and keep, I see, keep their thinking like a like a good offensive coach. Uh, I think they'll be ready for him. We know the Giants going to come all out because the Giants got everything to gain and nothing to lose by coming at us like that. So they can play that risky type of game. But watching all they do is keep their points and go down the field and score. That'll alleviate a lot of things. Just keep scoring, be it field goals or whatever. More importantly, please, Keith, maybe make a call to the commanders camp. They have to play three linebackers. As simple as that. Because if they don't, swinging that back out the backfield going to kill us every game because there's no one there to check him. Now, you guys know about football. You play football and and some level. You know good well that safety cannot come down. That monster can't come down all the time or he got to be in pass coverage. The Giants know that. Being pass coverage, then that takes him out of the box. That takes him back. So all that room for back to swing and it's been killing us every game. You would think that, you know, uh, your boy, somebody said, duh, you know, tell me, Keith, what, what's going on with that? Well, you know, amazing you said that because Jack Del Rio was a linebacker in the NFL. So you would think. I, that he, I understand that he was a mediocre linebacker at that. You still have that linebacker mentality and you get those guys on the field and be able and be able to uh, compliment the, the DBs rather than put so much pressure on the defensive backs of Washington. Uh, but you know what? In understanding that and going back to what Miles is saying in terms of the type of defense we run, there's no option for a spy in the defense we run. You know, and that's why 
the strong safety camera curls had to come down. And what that does is that that opens up for the deep pass because they can pull somebody right across the field on a drag route, and he's got to come down to cover, especially if it's a tight end. And, you know, and then if the pocket breaks down, that drag is pulling Cameron out of the middle of the field. So then the middle of the field is wide open and you have no one to spy. You don't, unless you're running a nickel defense and you have somebody, you know, one of the backs, like a monster linebacker in the nickel. But our defensive set doesn't, doesn't line up for that. So again, it goes back to what Miles was saying. We got to change our set. Um, and I think we, we do that because of the fact that we don't, um, we don't trust our DB. <laughs> and, and and we can't play man. So I mean, there's all kinds of issues there. You know, I think that you know we just have to have to adjust our defensive set per the team. Now we we're going up against a running team this week. So what do you do there? Well, you, you know, gotta also look at you say spine uh, defensive back. What do you spine? You know what they're gonna do, John? They doing nothing different. So you don't need no man to spy. You know what I mean? You need another linebacker. Well, you do because if the but spying for what? I'm talking about because when that when the pocket is breaking down consistently every week on on the on the opposing team on the offense and in terms of us defense looking at it, what happens is the quarterback can run straight up the field because there's no spy on the quarterback. There's nobody watching that quarterback when he's going to break out and run. And most of these quarterbacks are running quarterbacks that we're playing against. So that's why the middle is always consistently open. No, that's because there's a breakdown. We're all dropped there's back. There's a breakdown on defensive line. The tackles got to stay in the box. The tackles can't go and open up like, like you open up the, uh, the sea. The tackles do not stay in the middle of the field. And every time they start going, that's where open the middle of the field. The tackle's supposed to stay in the box. And the tackle well, that's what, do that. That's what the playbook says, Miles, but that's not what's happening. I understand. You know? That's what that's I'm saying. Someone have to tell the tackles to stay in the middle of the field. Stop going to try to get a sack. If you're going to push, push upfield. <laughs> push upfield, but stay in the box. So now here's an interesting viewpoint. Keith, as you say, Del Rio was a linebacker. Do you think that he has not told them that? No, that's the defense that... The defensive line coach, you know, you have position coaches and everything. He's that defensive coordinator. He overall, but the defensive line coach should be with them when they come on the sideline and tell them, y'all got to stay in the box, man. You got to play discipline. The Redskins they only get in the, well, I apologize, but the commanders only get in trouble when they start playing uh, freelance football. If they play textbook football, which is as a defensive tackle, you're supposed to stay in the box. That's all you got to do. Yeah. But they're so busy trying to get sacks. That's why it opens up. Not because that they, they, they need a, a somebody to spot a quarterback. And if you can run bruise if you ain't nobody in the middle of the field, and thus that's where the defensive tackle will be, right in the middle of the field. Them tackles, tackles stay in the middle of the field. You think somebody can run up the middle of the field? No, because them tackles in there. Look at the defense. And Bruce, you stunning. see it for yourself. You see it, kid. Uh, uh, look at it. It opens up in the middle all the time. That's because they're not playing discipline, defense, and they're trying to get sacked. You got defensive ends. What are you doing over there? The tackles end up over there, but the defensive ends. <laughs> Look at it. 
So I tell you what we're going to do this week. We're going to send Dr. Miles out there to the field so he can have a conversation be before the game. I know you are. We're going to send Dr. Miles down to the field this week for a game time special edition to talk to this D-line and just let him know a few things. But we'll be back with the Keith's local sports report and more on what's going to happen on this Sunday in just a few seconds. We'll be right back on game time. DC Radio, DC Radio, where you can hear the Brazilian Hour. He was a singer, guitarist, songwriter, actor, and painter, active for more than 70 years. The Putamayo World Music Hour with Rosalie Howard. He has an international fan base that continues to appreciate his beautiful voice and songs. And Rememories for Seniors with Elliot Michael Gold. In DC, for DC. DC Radio, 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. All right, we're back on game time. We got things uh, moving forward kind of heatedly today. Um, uh, we've got uh, Dr. Miles. We've got Keith Jones. It's time for Keith Jones and the local sports report. Keith, take it away. Bruce, DCSAA getting ready for their football playoffs. And Georgetown women's soccer advanced to the second round of the NCAA tournament with a 2-1 win over Old Dominion at Shawfield in Georgetown last Saturday. They take on a good St. Louis team this weekend. The Wizards and the Knicks, the Bucks on Monday, and they're in Charlotte on Wednesday. They are last in the Southeast Conference. Miami with a lead and a big winning along with it. The Capitals will take on Columbus tonight at the arena, and then Buffalo on Wednesday and Edmonton on Friday. And back to uh, the eight and a half or nine and a half point favored Washington football team, depending on who you're looking at. Uh, they come in the four, four and six record. The Giants only two and eight, but it is also Dallas week as Thanksgiving is upon us and this Thursday before 30 kickoff. So uh, it's it's crazy to think that uh, that Washington is only two games out of, of a playoff spot. <laughs> as a team. I, I don't know, Miles. I, 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 I can't, That's why they have I, to win. I can't digest. It. You have to win. Every every game is a, is a win. And after the 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 Cowboys dismantled the Giants last weekend, uh, outgaining them by about about three hundred yards, uh, it was uh, just a, a really really uh, demoralizing loss for the, the Giants who come in, uh, you know, and they know they can win in Washington, and so it's it's not a give me. But you would think that. Uh, the amazingly favored uh, Washington team would come away with a victory, at least uh, with the, being at FedEx Field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, especially coming up, like you say, to the to the to Thanksgiving, which we haven't had a Cowboy Commanders game in years. I mean, that was like tradition. You know that that spawned the Cowboy Killer. Um, I remember that, and I also remember the Clint Longley situation, and that was a, a, a not a we good thing. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know, it, it's it's exciting to at least to know that we got we can share a Thanksgiving issue, one of the biggest rivalries in football with the Cowboys. So, looking forward to that. You know, I'm looking forward to hopefully next week's show before Thanksgiving. We can be victorious and and actually get excited even more about Thanksgiving. But uh Keith, thanks for thanks for that local sports sports report. I mean high school seems like they're they're heating up right now going towards the playoffs in football. Who who do you have um as a favorite? 
well, we're looking to see uh, who's actually going to be uh, getting there. Friendship Collegiate Academy is one of the favorites for sure. Yeah, and basketball. Basketball's just on the corner. It'll be tipping off. Basketball is here. I mean, I think it was a great event last weekend we covered um, with uh, Coach Jarrell. Uh, a lot of a lot of players came out. A lot of coaches came out. Um, I was able to um, to meet the number one recruit in the country, who's literally is six eight and, and a ninth grader. Also, the uh, number one scorer in um, in the DMV was there. Uh, he's got over thirty offers. Um, great games, uh, great dunk con contests, uh, and. Talked to a lot of these players and um, really got a different kind of focus on why, especially in basketball here, that you have to go out and get additional training, different private coaches and and specialists, uh, because there's so much competition in this area in basketball and in, in from middle school up into high school that, you know, the additional training is a must. And these guys are becoming like – extraordinary athletes before they, you know, sometimes before they even get in the 10th grade. So uh, it's it's up in their game in basketball, even more than, than we're known for in the DMV. So look forward to watching that whole thing on DKN Sports uh, coming in the next couple of weeks on the DCE Network and, uh, and the DKN network. Uh, I think you'll be really uh, surprised in seeing these athletes and talking to some of these coaches and and seeing what's really going on out there. So let's get back to every you know show. We get back to our predictions and and we haven't been doing too good this year. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about this game against the Giants. But that's also what does that mean? That win mean? And going into playing the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. So I'm going to go to the doctor in the house. What's, what's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, uh, I'm happy. Hopefully Washington make them wear them blue jerseys. Dallas hate wearing that blue. Um, I, I feel real comfortable. Washington got Dallas' number, if you notice. Um, and I feel good about it. Washington going to feel good about going in there and playing them. It's not where you're afraid of the big bad wolf anymore. Uh, if you look at the last few times Dallas played Washington, Washington beat them kind of handily. You could say they didn't play starters and all that all you want. That's a lie. They just handled them. Uh, so I, I'm looking for Washington to win these next two games. All right, Keith. Well, I'd like to remind us going with that. That would put them at even 500 on the year. And Dallas is one of the teams in the wild card slot uh, that's ahead of Washington. So that would be huge. To, to, to beat the Cowboys, especially in Dallas. And uh, well, it's, it's a, that's always a statement. The next two games are really tell games, uh, as I mentioned, the Giants as well, because uh, different approaches, different teams. Uh, and with, with the Cowboys, you either get a lot or you get a little. They don't seem to have a, a mid-range. It's, it's either you know, they'll beat you by, by 25 or they'll lose to you by 14, you know, so it's neither way. And, right. and I agree with Miles that, you know, Washington does have Dallas's number. Um, I'm more concerned uh, about uh, a, a guy named Tommy DeVito against the place for the Giant, one of those Clint Longley kind of guys that comes up that you don't. Because with Dak, you know what you're getting. And if you put pressure on him and, and, and you keep him contained, 
uh, you definitely can come away with the W. So W for W would be uh, a, a nice way to finish out the week. Well, you know, my thoughts is uh, it's all about the offense. I think that the offense has to excel on Sunday against the Giants to have a chance to beat the Cowboys after. I think they got to go out here and they got to have a real good scrimmage game. And they got to figure out, they got to put up some points on the board on on Sunday against the Giants because they got to have some momentum offensively to be able to go and, and hang with the Cowboys. They're going to have to score. It's going to have to be a shootout game in order for the commanders to beat the Cowboys because our defense just aren't going to be there. So with that being said, they got to get out there on Sunday and really tune up the offense, really be able to come out of that with a confident that, hey, we can score, we can march down the field and anytime we want and call the right plays and get things going. Second thing is we must get our running game going. I mean, when you look at it, you know, we're using Brian Robinson, but we're using him as a, a back swinging out the backfield more than we're letting him run up the middle. So in order for the, the pass to work, we're going to have to get that run game going. And I think we will on Sunday. I think that we're going to see some breakthrough with that run run game with the Giants. Um, Miles, uh, I know you always have an opinion um, on my opinion. Um, what are you thinking about our run game? Run game is excellent, but uh, just listen to an old guy sometime. Play both of the back. We know if they play both of the back, you got the best of both worlds. You can run Brian Robinson and you can swing uh, – um, What's the name out the backfield? Because he's a, a former wide receiver anyway. The best of both worlds. You can let them lead one another on the run plays. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to understand. It's simple. Keep it simple and stupid. Yeah, well, you have said, I must say, um, you have said that for at least three weeks. And obviously, um, no one is listening Uh to your comments from this show. I mean, uh, Antonio Gibson has 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 been that guy coming out and really performing. I think he's done done well this year. They're not they're not utilizing Brian uh, enough with him and and Brian being in the backfield. I haven't seen that all year um at all. Um you know, I've seen I've seen even the eye formation in there with the with the fullback, but I haven't seen them putting both of those, Antonio and Brian, in at the same time. So maybe while you're down there on the sidelines this week, you can also talk to the uh, offensive coordinator of the enemy and say, hey, man, why don't you try this? You know, and then you can be over there on the defensive side talking to the D-line and be like, man, stay in your lanes. Miles, you got to give us some coaching now, man. You got to get down there and and go beyond the, the sportscaster side of things. You got to actually coach some people up. You think you can handle that this week? Well, Eric the Enemy told me stop bothering him the last time I was out there. He, he said, Get, <laughs> let, let it work, let it work, Doc. But, you know, I'm not telling him what to do. In turn, I'm saying you got something there that, who knows, he might surprise you and do it uh, a few times. But you now they get mad at me when I come down there. I'll just be honest. I'll let y'all know so y'all know early. So if they say, Hey, they told Dr. Miles not to come on the field no more. That's because I do voice my opinion. And, you know, and in and, and all fairness to them, as, as a coach, you would not want nobody to tell you how to coach because you have people. But 
by me playing the game, I do have knowledge of the game. So I'm not someone just speaking rhetoric. Um, but even then, you you still like to, you know, you don't like somebody to tell you what to do. You can suggest things, but still, that don't mean they're taking with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, hey, man, we got to do anything we can right now to try to get a win in. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, and join us each and every week for the latest on what's going down in sports in the DMV with Dr. Richard Miles, the professor, Keith Jones, and me, Bruce Walker. Check us out on Game Time each week. We want you there. We'll see you the next time on Game Time. You've been listening to Game Time, a weekly DMV sports show exploring the professional, collegiate, high school, and amateur sports on and off the field that contribute to the excitement of sports in the city of champions.